0: share knowledge on emerging technology in the sports industry and how these technologies can help improve the performance of individuals and organizations both on and off the playing field and now here's your host julian blinn
1: so today we have the honor to interview again dr ron dick associate professor of sports marketing at Duquesne university in the school of business so as a has worked for 20 years in sports including 15 years in the nba with the six years in the NETs and then five years in the NCAA. So Ron, it's great to have you again on the show.
2: Thank you, Julian. Happy to be here with you
1: today. Great. So, uh, hey, Ron, what I want to talk about to you about you today is uh, first we'll talk about the MLB average salary reaching a record $4.2 million this year. And then we'll talk about the ML- MLB rule changes. And then we'll discuss the NFL lawsuit that claims racism, sexism and retaliation. Uh, and then we will talk about the uh, AT&T Sports Regional TV networks that might be fighting for bankruptcy this month. And then, of course, we'll talk about March Madness. That's a big topic. I know that you, you're following that very closely. And then, of course, in the NBA, we've got to talk about the uh, KD trade uh, to the Suns. Can they win this year? Yes or no? And then lastly, we'll talk about Vanessa Bryan that won a $28 million payout over the misuse of Kobe helicopter photos. So how does it sound?
2: Sounds great, Julian, let's do it.
1: Great, so uh, first topic, right? So let's talk about the MLB. So the MLB average salary is as high as it's ever been, but there's been some concern about uh, how the payroll is distributed. So for example, the MLB, so the player salaries raised for almost 15% in aggregate in 2022 to $4.2 million. So reversing a four-year trend of declining players' salaries. So why is this happening? Why is the, the, are the salaries going up? What do you think is happening now? It seems like
2: the big, big salaries uh, are the ones, that the 300 plus, the 200 million plus deals are, are uh, really pulling up the average. I know in the last- Like Aaron week, Judge, Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge was just one of them. There, there yeah. was a number of them. And that definitely pulls up the average. They tried to get the minimum salary up from uh 550,000 550, up to hopefully uh seven hundred seven fifty, which uh I think the entire players union was happy about that. Yeah. And um, the problem is there seems to be the haves and the have nots. You have this the the markets that don't spend the money on the players. Um historically, my pirates, uh the orioles the diamondbacks just to name a few and then you have the ones that go over the luxury cap so i think the players union would love there to be a floor where you have to spend upwards to 80 90 100 million a year Mm -hmm. but there's a certain amount of teams that will never agree to that and then uh the owners they would like to see a a cap where you can't go over a certain number, which the players union will never agree to that. So I know there's been a committee put together recently of all the players involved and all the people involved on how can we get away from this, these different salary gaps uh, where it it seems a little bit unfair. So, you know, the revenue streams uh, affect that. The the local television deals in New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, Boston, Good point. Are much higher than the smaller markets, and and that's where a lot of that revenue comes from. So it's almost like an artificial increase. It's not
1: really doesn't have an impact on the average guy in the MLB, but it because of certain factors.
2: Well, again, like we've discussed in other uh, podcasts, the there's <clears throat> you have to get the minimum wage for three years, then you yeah. go to operation, and then after year six, you're finally a free agent. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, Those first three years fixed at the minimum. Yep. Uh,
1: So, hey, second topic about the MLB. So there's been some uh, rule
2: changes recently. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah. The MLB have done some changes to the games. And they did it last year in AAA. And now they're doing it in spring training for the major league teams. Yeah. Which they have cut the, the length of the games back by about uh, 30 minutes, which is certainly significant for most fans. And people are like, well, you know, we're we're missing out on different plays. And no, no, you're not. You're just missing out on the pitcher walking around the mound, grabbing his uh, shoulder and his sleeve, and the player pulling on his batting gloves and digging his feet in, you know, five times. That's all you're missing out on. You're not missing out on any plays. So um, they made the bases – 18 inches, which of course is the same width as the home plate. Mm-hmm. And as a result, that that makes them uh, three to four inches smaller, you know, closer to each other, which will definitely affect stealing bases. I mean, how many close plays do we have? Quite a few. Yeah. So that's thing. They look like pizza boxes. They're much flatter, and the goal is to have them look like they are uh, more safety. You know. In in the double play in particular, Mm -hmm. the the batter has eight seconds between pitches to look at the pitcher. The batter does, eight seconds. If not, he doesn't do it, he gets zapped. The umpire gets zapped, and he calls a strike. The Mm -hmm. pitcher, if nobody's on base, has 15 seconds to pitch the ball to the batter. If he doesn't, the umpire behind home plates gets zapped, and they call a ball. If there's a runner on base, you have 20 seconds. So that that's happening, and uh, that is definitely speeding up the games. You also all four infielders have to have their feet on the dirt when the ball is pitched. They also have to have two of them on the left side of second base and two of them on the right side. So these ridiculous shifts, especially against left-handed hitters, cannot happen anymore. All of this will all of this will support uh, runs and speed. And athleticism in the game.
1: So what what do you think the the what was the reason you think the MLB did this? To well, make I think,
2: the game faster? That's it? Yeah, I mean the games really got to be ridiculously long. And young people got bored by it. And that's mm-hmm. the in the long run, they have to uh adhere to. They have to capture the people that are younger so that uh the numbers don't dwindle that are watching on television. And I think this will definitely do that. The games need to be faster. Every research in the world will show you that. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, maybe that let, let, let's talk, let's keep talking
1: about baseball, right? So the uh and t Sportsnet, it's a broadcaster. I think what well, not too far from where you are, uh, could be declaring bankruptcy this month.
2: So why is that happening? Do you have some context on that? Well, I think a lot of people are cutting their cable bill. A lot yeah. of people using uh, streaming devices and, and they'll listen on the radio or they just won't, they won't watch at all. And as a result, uh, the revenues are down for AT and sports, AT&T Sports. So the issue is the MLB is going to come in and take over. They yeah. are going to manage it. They're going to uh, it and they're gonna run it. And all the games for the Pirates and the Penguins will be broadcast. But you might have some local play by playing color analyst people, but you also may have some more uh, mainstream people that may change a little bit, but the games are definitely going to be on television. And uh, people want that for so many different reasons. So that that's what's happening uh, now. Will it happen in other regions? Um, It could, it definitely could. It seems like regional sports are being threatened by the cutting of cable. Yeah. And I mean, like, I don't even have live TV anymore.
1: What I have is Netflix, Amazon, Peacock TV, application that I watch on my smart TV. That's it. So I'm well, one of them. You have the internet. I do have the internet, but I don't have, I don't sign up for live t- live cable anymore.
2: Okay, so you never lo- watch any
1: sports live? I do watch, okay, I do watch live sports, but How I do don't you- have like a subscription to like an AT&T or Verizon to, uh, to do it that way. I get it I, through mobile I, application. I, it- how do you get the internet then? I do get the internet through a Verizon Fios. Okay, Verizon. Okay. But I don't get I don't subscribe to Verizon Cable. I don't. Okay. okay? okay. So I think that's one of the trends. Definitely. They call it uh, cutting the cord, basically. Mm-hmm. Um but it adds up. You know, I tell you something, it adds up once you add all those subscriptions. Amazon, yeah. Netflix, it's almost like you you're paying almost as much as the live cable. So uh, that's the thing. Uh, hey, so in, another topic that uh, I want to talk about in the NFL, okay, there's a lawsuit going on right now that claims racism, uh, sexism, and retaliation. So here are the details, right? So the NFL and its main production arm, NFL, NFL films, are facing a lawsuit that makes uncomfortable claims about its work workforce culture and media practices. So the suit was brought by a former temporary uh, HR person Uh, Victoria Russell, who alleged instances of workplace racism and sexism. So Russell worked as a senior HR coordinator with the NFL from October 2018 to April 2022, according to uh, the news, So uh, and also was an assistant at NFL Films for nine months prior. So what is your take on
2: on this uh, lawsuit? Okay, so this isn't a particular team. Like, uh, we had some issues with the... um, Washington Commanders. That that was something that uh, we had heard about before. Uh, The NFL films, I think, is still uh, in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And you're talking about the league office in New York City of the NFL? Uh, Yeah, probably.
1: Yeah. NFL
2: film. I'm guessing that's where they are based. Yeah. So uh, we'll have to hear more details. Obviously, Roger Goodall will continue to be uh, asked questions about this. And you know it, in, in all these situations, it's best to just come clean, do an investigation. I mean, that's all we can do we do We do the i word an in investigation, and we do an e word is the evaluation from the investigation. So I haven't heard any other details other than what you told me,
1: okay, so I guess we'll see how that's gonna develop, right? but it's not, always concerning, but it's yeah, not that's a, it's not any different than what could happen in some other leagues. I mean, it those things you know somehow that happens, right? It's not in common, I
2: guess. But well it's 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 the ugliness that happened in Hollywood with yep. some producers and directors and uh and now of course it's in uh it's in pro sports too. I mean it's yeah. in it's in all walk of, of life and all these things are taken very seriously by human resource departments and they should be. And they should be, yeah. It's very
1: serious. So, absolutely. absolutely. Uh hey, uh let, let's switch to uh basketball. Um so we are, we are right in the middle of uh, so March Madness, right? So what is the latest as far as March Madness right now? And what are your favorites to win
2: it? Well, I'm just looking at the, the top-ranked 25 teams currently as of yeah. last. My Houston Cougars are number one, and they, they won. They're in conference US, They're in, uh, excuse me, the AAC yeah. for the last time, and then they're going to join a course on July 1st. They're going to join the Big 12. Alabama, who beat Houston, is number two. Can yep. UCLA, Purdue, Marquette, Baylor, Arizona, Texas, Gonzaga. These are all the usual suspects, right? I mean, yeah. San Diego State, number 18. Wow, that's kind of coming from nowhere. And um, you've got the SEC well represented, the Southeast Conference, more so than ever before. You've got the uh, the Big 12 still doing well. And you got some Pac-10 schools mixed in there. Definitely, the Big East has taken a step backwards. Uh, the Atlantic Ten has taken a step backwards. Our conference here at Duquesne, and uh, some of the uh, major major conferences or the the Power Five, as they're referred to, seem to be more obvious than ever before. So, it's yeah. a very exciting thing. I think it's March is such a wonderful month to be a sports fan. Mm-hmm. You've got the NBA and hockey getting ready for their playoffs. You got the NFL draft and the combine being discussed coming off the uh, Super Bowl. And then you got baseball uh, in full bloom. So uh, the the whole concept of, you know, one and done, the whole concept of win or go home, survive in advance. It, it, it's so, it's so appealing to so many of us. Uh, those first two days of, uh, The Thursday-Friday games on March 16th and 17th are uh, Some people take vacation days just to watch all the games with the live look-ins, and it's very exciting. It's probably the right up there with the Super Bowl is one of the most exciting things. We'll know about 6.30 on Sunday, March 12th, who's in and who's out. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's a good point. Um, So we talked about basketball. Now we've got to talk about the NBA, right? There's been yep. quite quite a few. First of all, uh recently there was the NBA All-Star Game. I think there was about four million people, four point five million people, if I remember correctly, who watched it. Uh, it right. wasn't a great uh wasn't the best uh rating they've got, you know, in any way. Uh but one of the big news in the NBA uh recently was uh Kevin uh Durant trade. So KD got traded to the Suns. So First, my big question is, you know, can the Suns win the NBA title this year? That's one question. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last night, you know, the Suns beat the uh, Dallas Mavericks, right, where uh, Kerry Irvine plays. And I was just listening you know, uh, to uh, ESPN. They were saying that maybe there were some frictions between Kerry Irvine and KD. Who knows? Um, so what is your, your, your take on the KD trade
2: to the Suns? I think they, they gave up a lot of draft picks. And I think he has two years left on his deal, a mega deal, what like forty, forty-five million a year. Yeah. And uh, the Nets are going to start all over again. But uh, as I look at the seedings, the Nets are sixth in the in the Eastern Conference, even yeah. though they've loaded all these uh, high-priced players. And uh, now they have draft picks coming in. Right? Well, we've said it a hundred times. There's only three ways to get better: you trades you make, like this one the signing of free agents, and then yep. also draft picks. So if you're good at drafting players, which everybody thinks they are, and very few people are, mm-hmm. and Jerry, one of the best I've ever seen. And uh, no, I, I don't think the Suns are going to go to the NBA finals. If I, You if don't I think so? You don't think no, so? No, I don't. Uh, I know they went last year, right? Didn't they, well, last year, the year they went. But as I look at the top teams, like the Nuggets – the Memphis Grizzlies, and the Sacramento Kings. I don't know if you're aware of this, but all three of those teams have never, not only have they not won the NBA championship, they've never been to the finals. In the That's NBA, right. yeah. One of those three teams is going to go to the finals and represent the West would be my guess.
1: By right the way, the Grizzlies, right? Uh, just this morning, uh, there was some news about John Moran, their star player, uh-huh. who is going to be gone indefinitely.
2: Oh I didn't know that. Okay. Because what about the
1: social media? Well, so apparently there was a video from what I've know, a video where um there was some people uh holding guns. Anyway, it didn't oh. go well with the NBA as you can imagine. Oh my. And so now he's gone indefinitely. Oh, I didn't know about but I, that. But I think uh yeah, I think people, some people know what happened and it's it's uh it's not going
2: well right now. So well, I, uh, that's really Social media that's something that could have been avoided right yep
1: exactly uh that's unfortunate um but you know on the on the other hand, if you look at the uh on the east right the knicks I believe they are almost nine they have gone nine, nine they won nine games in a row wow they beat the celtics uh last night, so they've got the momentum going right on the east
2: I'm looking. So, at- Boxer number one, Celtics two, Sixers three, Cavs. Why, how did the Cavs get there? I mean, they're pretty consistent, right?
1: I mean, uh, yeah, it's a surprise, but they, uh, I think they've got a good team and probably good coaching too,
2: right? They overpaid uh, Kevin Love and now... Uh, Getting traded. Where is he now? Uh, they're trying to move uh, to, to trade uh, Kevin Love. I think the Miami Heat were interested in signing him. Well, they're going to have to cut him and let and, and pay them and then let somebody else let him be a freak go wherever he wants to go he can go free Knicks five Nets six heat seven atlanta eight and then the raptors so they're yeah. gonna they're gonna do that little play-in thing at the end uh of the season to keep all the teams uh possibly making the play so many teams making the playoffs to keep interest right to the very end which i think is a good move you want you never yeah. want to take hope away from any fan but uh I, Celtics Nuggets final. There it is. Really? You think the Celtics are going to play the Nuggets in the finals? Yep. Okay.
1: And why is that? Because I think they're the two best teams. Okay. Um. I mean, I. I mean, they're definitely good teams, great teams, right? So, I think uh, you might be right. Um. So, hey, another topic in the NBA. Uh, Vanessa Bryant, the wife of the late Kobe Bryant. Uh, won a $28 million payout over the misuse of Kobe helicopter photos. And I remember, you know, it was a a big story at the time, right? So uh, what is your take
2: on uh, on that, the payout that she got? Looking into that situation myself, the first responders, I think we can call them, were deputies and firemen. Yeah. And these pictures came from their cell phones. And I think it's outrageous that they would do that, that, you know, this whole paparazzi thing and trying to get these pictures and people paying to buy the the pictures. I've never seen the pictures, nor do I want to uh, see them. It's, it's disgusting, right? I mean, this is a horrible situation and some people just can't control themselves with their cell phones. So they had no right to do that. And, uh, Sure, the companies that the deputy and that the fire deputies and that the fire fighters uh work for were the people that got sued right They were the companies yep. and those individuals so I'm happy for her that 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 the settlement I think it sends a strong message to anybody else that doesn't want to be a decent human being and uh take advantage of a situation. maybe they'll think twice before they do it for sure um Hey, uh, one
1: last topic, if I may, and I know you've been following the Golf League very closely against the PGA. Uh, This week, the PGA Tour Policy Board voted uh, to make a series of major changes, right? All of a sudden uh, to the size and qualification of events. So for example, in 2024 season, they will have eight designated events with fields of 70, 78 players at a PGA Tour, okay? But the biggest news Whereas the prize purses, how much money, right, are given to the to the PGA players, will be larger by these uh, designated events. So this year they have minimum prize purses of 20 million dollars, and I think Justin Thomas uh, was saying that uh, he said, "Look, I would be lying uh, if the Live Golf League had any impact on this because it had, it did, right." So what what is your take on uh, why obviously the PGA Tour is Making those changes, giving them giving more money to the players, that's got to
2: be about the, because of the live golf league, right? Yeah, definitely. I think that they've been holding back some of those purses for for years now. Is what that shows. The money's always been there, and they were holding it back. And they feel like they they have to pay this, or they're going to continue to lose the best golfers in the world yeah. to the, the live situation. It's pretty simple. It's simple economics. Yeah, and by the way, you should look at the new Netflix documentary, uh, Full
1: Swing. It's on Netflix. It's a behind-the-scenes documentary about the golfers and the PGA. It's really well done. Highly it. Will, I will definitely do that. Great. So, look, we, we're at the end of the, uh, the podcast interview today, but as always, uh, great talking to you. You too, Julian. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening.